0: All right, now that good? we got that out of the way, let's talk about the juicy stuffs. Um, I got a web shop now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, first teeny tiny step to uh, independence. Uh, a few years up on the road, probably.
1: Yeah. So what can you buy in this shop of yours?
0: Um, you can buy fancy wooden things. I haven't decided (laughs) yet.
2: Uh, (laughs) Is the shop
0: open? Well, yes and no. Um, Of course, I had uh, this uh, thing in Christmas. I was just um, looking into the web pages and the tools. And of course, it has uh, the web shop option. And I have been thinking about it uh, for quite a while. And now I realize that you can add up to three products before you have to upgrade your subscription and uh, go the full uh, e-commerce uh, route or whatever they call it. So I just started fiddling around with it. So I took some uh, some pictures uh, of the, the wall clock and the desk clock and, of course, the candlelight holder because they are kind of similar in style. Uh, and I just uploaded that to see how things work. And then, of course you have to have a payment solution so you need to have a user account uh, somewhere and then you have to have a business paypal account so it's basically research for what you need to actually run a shop uh, without having a plan of what are you going to sell when and where so i'm just playing around with the tool basically but as a result of that, <laughs> I now have a live web shop, <laughs> and if someone goes in and ooh, I would like to buy that, I have a problem because I'm not set up for making them for sale <laughs> yet. Um, so that what's, again, what's of on, course. What's on Sorry? sale? The
2: deck, the deck hand. Is that on sale yet?
0: Yeah the the navigator, oh, the just... deck hand, and the oh. the lighthouse, which I call the. The candlelight holder. So I'm, I'm keeping to the marithi- maritime theme in the naming and the description process.
2: <laughs> the deck I it, don't it's... know why, it makes me giggle each time I hear it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you, you have a different relationship to hand.
2: <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's Seems move along. Seems unlikely. <laughs> So what is the uh, deckhand, the Navigator, and the Lighthouse? What are they?
0: Well, it, it started with, I, I made the wall hanging clock in oak, and of course, all the dials or digits or whatever you call it, they look like sails. So of course, I went with the Navigator theme, and then I made a smaller desktop version, and then of course, The first one being the navigator. Of course, then you have the smaller, lower-ranked deckhand. And then, of course, uh, then I established uh, the maritime theme. And then, of course, when I made the candlelight holder, I was thinking calling it the Star-Lord. But, of course, (laughs) playing on the Marvel Universe didn't really feel it fitted into the entire thing. And then, ooh, a lighthouse. That's very maritime and, of course... uh, it is a candlelight holder, so a lighthouse is only fitting.
2: Very good. And have you come up with pricing for the products and things? And if so, how did you come up for the pricing? I put it
0: where I feel it should be. Uh, I'm probably certain that somebody would argue that uh, this is too pricey, but I mean, it's it covers the material costs and a couple of hours of labor, but not enough per if this is not gonna be made in batches and sold, if this is gonna be like I, you have the possibility of limiting how many items people can buy. So if someone goes and press buy, they can only buy one at a time because they they will be custom made. Now this is just me playing around with the tool because I'm not expecting anyone to go and I would like twenty of that one. Um, uh, but um, yeah. If you're going to do something like that, you have to find a market that are willing to pay for something exclusive because if you're going the Etsy route and setting up a niche where you're just hammering out something in batches and so on, then you end up uh, not being a maker anymore. You're just uh, a factory for uh, your own, a few limited products. Are they
2: all all CNC products or do you do much... Deck handing on them
0: yourself? No, it's uh, they can with improvements be basically hundred um, percent done on the CNC. So it, it will be a press and play. Of course, you have the the assembly and minimal sanding. Of course, if you do, yeah, I, I found some router bits that. M- makes for a really good surface uh, and even the the ball nose bit that does the surface on the star shaped uh, candlelight holder it's actually leaving a finish that you don't need to sand but of course the the milling time is then of course higher but then again if if you're not gonna make hundreds of them it's all right if it takes four hours instead of two and a half it doesn't matter because you can do other things.
1: You just have to train the kids to assemble them, then.
0: Yeah, uh, that's the plan. Of course, we need. A, that's a win-win in uh, raising them. They, they need to understand the value of money and how do you, uh, what you do to make money so that you can buy the stuff that they want. So it's a win-win.
2: Of course, you got the cover of the. Uh, you got to cover the cost of the CNC as well. I mean, that's not a cheap machine to run. It's not. It's not like anybody's being shortchanged because of machines making the product, is it? No, One bit. <laughs> I haven't done that
0: uh, calculation. How many, <laughs> how many like, <laughs> clocks do I have to sell to actually pay off the cost <laughs> that I spent on it? But of course, uh, writing it off as a hobby—it's uh, yeah. a, a really nice solution when you're getting tools. <laughs> so, uh, you, can even, you can forget about the cost because this is uh, mental well uh, Yeah, mental <laughs> well-being in the workshop. So yeah,
2: I think the uh, stuff we buy for fun is a lot more important than the stuff that we have to buy for work, isn't it? I'd be buying a new piece of equipment for work, (laughs) even though I need it.
0: And, of (laughs) course, doing the maths on it, I I know if one should go into uh, a business of your own, of course, I, I know a baseline where, of course, I should have gone rogue in my 20s when you are free and have no responsibilities and you can live off a loaf of bread for a week Um, and then, of course, crash on the couch at your parents. But when you are a grown-up with responsibilities and you're actually also in charge of other people's lives, (laughs) all literally, uh, I I need at least a baseline where I can chip in the same to the joint bank account every month to cover the costs and so on as i do today so of course i can't cut down on whatever is on top of that because that is basically what i now use for my hobbies so you can of course try to tune that into a business and then try to find a sweet spot where you have reached a threshold where you can actually quit your day job and focus more time on uh, running a company which is also time consuming and of course, I'm just doing this for the research. Uh, I ended up last year with the company because uh, we decided we need to register the family name so nobody else uh, do anything about it because that was the the start of the entire thing. A couple of persons registered a company in our name and we challenged that and won. Uh, so we just needed to register the name. So we have a company. So I just started playing around with that because you, you need to make a, an account statement every year and so on, even though if you're not making any money, uh, you have to do all the paperwork. So I'm I'm getting free training in that sense. Uh, and then of course, so now play, playing some around. Money. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, at some point you will be at that point where, okay, I, I have a business on paper uh, and I have to file all the tax reports uh, and so on. And of course, I know how a web shop works and it's now set up. So it's basically to doing, to be honest, the hard bit because making the products is also fairly easy, but that it's getting it out there, finding someone who would actually like to buy it and growing a brand and so on. That's the the big part that takes years usually before you make the break-even point. And if you're doing that in parallel to having a full-time job, it takes even longer time, but... You need to do it because you have a family and a house to defend. So
2: (laughs) it's funny that you say um, you know you've got you. You should have done it when you were younger. I started my business up 14 years ago when we'd first moved into this house. So we had the mortgage. We'd not got our daughter then, but she was she wasn't much far behind. It was the start of a recession. And it was winter, just the ideal time for starting a gardening business.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you had a few months of doing the administrative work and getting everything set up before the the work started pouring in.
2: (laughs) I pretty much started out on um, four days. And then within two weeks, I was up to five days. And then a couple of weeks after that, I was up to about six days. (laughs) So Sometimes you just got to get it. You know, you got to gamble and hope that the gamble pays off.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And not- nothing focuses it more than having to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's yeah. very true. I mean, if you if you need this to work and you have all the available hours to put in, then of course it raises the stakes.
2: Yeah, yeah. And i i, I thought that you before
0: that. because we have. I mean, people are taking that plunge in other countries where they don't have a safety net that we have here in Scandinavia. Because, I mean, if everything goes shit and I'm registered as an unemployed uh, looking for work, uh, the the safety benefits from the government is is more than enough to cover all the expenses. So we are basically... Doing a uh, trapeze work with the largest safety net you could ever have. So I mean, it's a uh, if you don't take the plunge in Norway, it's uh <laughs> it's a no-brainer <laughs> basically. Yeah,
2: yeah. Wow, that sounds amazing.
0: Of course, that's uh, then there's the pride kicking in because you don't want to be unemployed and living off uh, the handouts from the state because that is basically taken from the taxes from other people. So but then again it's an incentive to keep out of that loop or finding a job and of course it's it's not a problem finding a new job if you fail in your venture because of course you can go back to do what you did before very often so
2: there you go then crack on yeah, crack on <laughs>
0: so uh, I'll keep uh keep adding uh, product descriptions and of course I'm a uh, I'm heavily ripping off IKEA and uh of course they sell wall uh, clocks so i just went in what kind of documentation did i put on uh, to their web page and descriptions and uh, disclaimers <laughs> and whatnot so copy paste and just oh, yeah. we can leave that out and we could do Still that a bit more successful. funnier yeah
2: do you want to share a name for the website yet Havard, or do you want to wait a little bit longer um
0: we can wait a little bit longer until uh i feel it's uh buffed and shiny enough to be presented and we should share a link because trying to pronounce it in uh <laughs> it's uh it's 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 still just linked to my uh uh personal uh domain so at, at some point right. if you're gonna venture into actually having a web shop you should actually try and find a a more shop friendly name so to say. Yeah. So now that could be, that could be that. A, that could be a challenge actually to find a good shop name because uh, yeah uh, you you could do the traditional uh, one person company where you just use your name and then it's uh, uh maker corner but you, you could also go the other route and find something that's a bit catchy and uh, trying to lure people in so you could do I a poll should,
2: I think you should call it I said clock. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ain't nobody got time for this. Yeah, that's uh There's a <laughs> yeah. lot of slogans you can uh, use as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, yeah. I could. Uh... No, I don't think I want mass produce those music boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh, you can have the odd corner of uh, things. That... <laughs> like uh, you can put up a one-off uh, YouTube projects because some of them are taking up more space than I actually have. So. Uh... I'm now moving around the um, the Christine car. I still want to keep it, but it's like I'm moving it every day I'm in the workshop and I I can't really bring it into the house and it's the kids are not really old enough to play with it. I might put it in deep storage in the in the attic and of course uh, in Christmas when all the shops were um, closed I needed three identical switches which I didn't have in my uh, assortment of switches so I actually I cannibalized it so I took all the switches and used that in the <laughs> music box so it's not even complete so it's uh, um,
1: isn't yeah. that great temp- can't you install it in the in the crawl space in the attic so and put a switch that when you open the hatch the lights come <laughs> yeah. on and stick up the head it's like you're in the driveway and it's coming right for you <laughs>
2: that, I think it's
1: would, hilarious
0: sorry that would be cool and um, we could hide it in the furthest part behind the chimney so you don't actually see it when you go into there because you seldom go all the way down the crawl space but if the new owner at some point does that and he looks around the corner and then there's a Christine car there just uh, flashing on the lights, it's going to scare the crap out of that. <laughs> that's even better than uh, putting a, like a fake skeleton inside the wall before you do uh, yeah. <laughs> the remodeling. Just put a
1: motion sensor on it, so it yeah. light up if someone comes close.
0: And of course, instead of battery, it needs to have a power adapter and uh, hooked up to the mains, but uh, that's easy fix. <laughs>
2: I think it's hilarious that it's the car that's getting in your way in your workshop. Not the giant fucking organ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that being said, if I, if I got the organ out, uh, there might be some room for the car. Um, yeah. But, but then again, it's like fixed finger says it is, uh, having a car in your workshop is a challenge. So, um, <laughs> but I have been thinking about that. I need to do... I haven't really found the motivation to dissect the organ, but it needs to happen soon because I'm I'm not going to play it very much. We're not going to move it inside. Uh, so uh, I need to use it for what I got it for and then get rid of it again. And, of course, that would be a nice... Uh, thing to ask the CMOs I mean I I do think I can get to it get to its internals and figure out uh, how I can implement that in the hell quarter without taking it so much apart that it doesn't work so I have some images for a video I I don't know what the top is going to be but uh, I'm thinking about the great balls of fire by Jerry Lee Lewis where he's uh, setting Mm -hmm. his uh, piano on fire while playing and that would certainly be a possibility here before you put it on the trailer and drive it to the
1: dumps. I think you should be playing it when it's on the trailer as well. With your wife driving the car and you're sitting on it like a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on fire at the same time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> ah. yeah. The, the only thing I'm struggling with is, of course, it is... It is actually in mint condition, so I, I could take the back plate off and most likely I could get all the information I need from just looking at it. I, I could stitch it back up again and I could actually try to give it away. But there is a reason why there are a, a 40, 50 plus organs being given away within a 50 mile radius from our house. So... Uh, I'm gonna get stuck with it if I'm gonna to try to give it away. So uh, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be a sad day when I, if I drive it to the tip because it is perfectly in working order and actually is one of the those looks better. So, uh, but then again, you have to break some eggs. So,
1: yeah, smash it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is it is it any good w- wood or is it just veneer or no? That's the thing. It's it's crappy
0: wood and veneer. There. I know there are, there are some. I think they're called reed valves on the inside. So there are probably some hardwood on the inside because it needs to be stable, um, or maybe not. But I think this was pre-plywood era, so I, there there is probably some hardwood in there. But then there's going to be drilled a lot of holes and holes and mounted a lot of stuff to it. So I don't think it's salvageable for anything useful.
2: It's okay, KJ, The other day you said you were editing a video. What are you working on? Don't think about it. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,
1: I'm actually working on on a lot of things because uh, this Christmas vacation, uh, for those who has not known, I've, I've been on vacation since before Christmas, and my first day at work was today when we record this. So I had more than two weeks off. Uh, and that time has mostly been spent on... Uh, Getting shit done that's been uh, taking up space both in the workshop and in my head for over a year. So uh, the, I finished uh, two projects uh, during this time, and uh, and I'm editing a third one that's been wow. done since uh, uh, I think it was April of last year. No, yeah, April last year. Uh, and I started that back in August of 2020. Wow! Uh, what was it? So it's been it's been uh, laying around for a while. It's uh it's a dice game. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be any good, but it's gonna be something at least. Um, and I need to get it done and get it out on the interwebs and out of my head and stop. <laughs> worrying about it <laughs> ha- having it on the list that oh yeah I'm going to finish this as well so yeah um so it's uh, so I have a lot of things lined up so now I have to plan out where to uh, to uh, put the knife along uh, in this release schedule as well so that's <laughs> it feels nice to start a year with i mean more or less three complete projects yeah so I think I'm okay I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass the one uh, one build a month uh, schedule uh, that I'm planning to uphold. I actually managed it last year uh, as well, so that felt pretty nice.
2: That's pretty impressive. I mean, not for Havard, who managed to get a video out pretty much every week. <laughs> yeah, but
1: he's not normal. That's
2: you know,
0: <laughs> that's, got, that's got to change. But, of course, I did... I I made uh, another gingerbread house video this year, and I really just dead middle of the recording. I just lost all motivation. It was it was cold, and then of course I fucked up. So I had to redo it after it's gone dark. And of course the the hot plate was a bit on the smaller side, so it took forever. And uh, when I got into the edit, it was a lot of snow a lot of white, and of course uh, the recordings weren't really as good, so it was not pleasant doing the edits, so I just uh, put a video up on Patreon um, and said, well, I'm not sure this will, of course, make it onto to YouTube. Then I, I slept on it for a few nights as uh, you proposed, KJ, and then I just cut it down from 18 to a three and a half minute video. <laughs> just removed all the talking and just uh, switched around on the music, and I just Oh, I upload it because I then I've passed the threshold. It's the first video of the new year, so it's it's a yeah. crappy one, but it's at least it's done and it's out of my but way. It's and not
1: crappy. Yeah. It's a nice, nice little video. It felt like a crude but efficient video. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think it's I think this was a great first year rocket fuel gingerbread house. It's a, it's a lo, low. I mean, it's, it was just at the bare minimum, more or less. It was a really simple. You made the batter, you put it in a form, it looks good, you let it on fire, it went up in flames. <laughs> nice and simple. It's. Then next year, you can add a bit to it. Next year, you can add a bit to it. So you're starting on a nice ground level. Yeah, and that
0: That's maybe one of the reasons I lost motivation, because we have done this a few years, and of course, uh, going from doing this uh, with... Uh, the family and until the children are old enough that they can actually participate in in a safe manner. Uh, I was standing there outside in the cold and, okay, I'm doing this alone after the bedtime. So the only joy I had was when I brought the kids out and we had visitors over. So we just lit it up and they were just like, yay, do it again. And it's like, no, it's gone now. I can't do it again. So we have to spend uh, 40 plus hours to set up a new one and that's not happening. (laughs) <laughs> um, but there hasn't been a progress from the video last year where I put more effort into decorating and so on, so I need to to find a a way to evolve it. Of course, I have been thinking about if I do a a Moomin style house because that has mm-hmm. a rocket shape, could I also make it have a lift off but then again it's it's borderline doing this now in the in a densely populated area. And if I'm building it actually as a rocket that's taking off, then I should actually relocate. Yeah.
1: That's a really tricky part as well. Building famous houses. That can get you into some real trouble. (laughs) I mean, just, I know some people who would be really, not like you setting the Moomin house on fire, uh, for instance. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it should <laughs> have will. just that uh, general
0: form. Uh, you should, of course, it, it would be a clickbaity move to put the, the Moomin into the title, but they are also very protective of their design and pro- intellectual yes. property rights. So it's uh, <laughs> you might not want to go there. Um, but yeah, should I, 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 but I White did house. look...
2: I did look it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. White house down. Well, yeah, that will... <laughs>
0: That would uh, nail the last uh, nail in the coffin for the lists that I'm on. That's probably the last list I need to be put on.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe I should do the Houses of Parliament for Bonfire Night.
0: <laughs> yeah, that. Uh... <laughs> I think that would work. Would they care, though? I mean, I, I think no, they're right, pretty I relaxed. i yeah.
1: support. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 50 50 split, I would say. Yeah. yeah. I'd do it for real next time. <laughs>
0: You know, the thing is, do you, do you get a mold for that? Because I was looking into, uh, do you get like a, a batter mold for uh, the the Moomin house or something? But uh, the one I found was the closest one to uh, to a Christmas house, at least. So. Um,
1: I mean, you should be I, able to three D print one. Yeah. But but I'm thinking, like, if you got if... a three D printer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hmm.
1: You should probably just buy
0: one. Yeah, should. Definitely. Uh, um, and
2: a laser. Because <laughs> I'm thinking the,
0: the White House cake form uh, mold. That, that is something. I'm, I'm sure if you're Googling that, you will get a million variants. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, from the patriotic uh, baking community of the United States. It's probably just up there with the NRA. Um, um, but yeah, the House of Parliament, I'm a bit unsure. But yeah, then again, it's, it's a route of getting a laser. Of course, I I did. I've gone to that point where I've actually put a laser in the shopping cart and playing around with just 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 press purchase and get it over with and then I'm still on the fence on how much I'm going to use it and then of course uh, the x Tool launched the new laser and it's there's a company here in Norway that sells them and but they're out of stock so I put me on the list of being notified when they get it in again but then it's the <laughs> business of the thicknesser and that would probably get more use time or maybe not but then I, I should have a full size band saw as well because I need the resaw capability and those are the three kind of substantial purchases on my budget and I can't get all three yeah. of them and of course uh, what is it that I'm going to use the most so I'm, I'm still doing a balancing act there wow.
2: The laser definitely gets more use than my planar
0: thicknesser in my workshop. Yeah. And I was thinking also, if you're setting up a web shop, I did the. Uh, I'm still on the fence about the, the should, should I even mention the name of uh, the, the franchise uh, going on into space uh, where I made the characters uh, Christmas uh, decorations. Uh Darth <laughs> Santa and the Christmas star and What was it? Uh, Christmas Trooper. Um, (laughs) I still think I could, as long as I don't use the names as references and it's an artistic rendering of that design, which actually is not per definition owned by Disney. Of course, uh, when I asked them and got a reply from one of their lawyers, he was really giving a very woolly answer trying to talk around what I actually asked about. And I've kind of come to the conclusion that that is because they can't really say no to me because Mm. it's not, it's not a copy and they don't have all the rights to that. So as long as I don't use the names and of course, I think within that segment, you could sell something on a web shop or Etsy or whatever. And then a laser would really knock those out at uh, a high speed so um you
2: definitely need the co2 laser for that if you're gonna do fast lasering fast laser cutting that is yeah hmm.
1: and then it's the question of uh, space in the workshop as well yeah but we co- space, covered that uh,
0: because the laser i can at least the new one now from max tool that's a diode laser but it actually have the full enclosure with uh the fan outlet and that I can have here in the office. I have room mm. in the corner and we actually have outlet on the wall so I could hook it up to blow the fumes out. And it's relatively quiet so I could run it still if people are sleeping. So uh, I don't have to waste workshop space on the laser. I can just bring it inside.
1: So that, that's uh, that's some points on the laser what? compared to the thickness planer thing. So
0: what's the big bulky thing we now have... Uh in our office slash uh, downstairs living room. Oh, that's uh, just uh, a fancy coffee table.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a a new printer. Yeah. (laughs) Would you guys like the latest camera update? Do you remember that cheap camera? Yes. Come on. Yeah, does. Okay. So you buy a cheap camera. Yep. You then need to buy lights to go with that cheap camera. That adds to the cost of the cheap camera. You're yeah, there. so
0: then you need some cheap lights. Yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah, so I've got some cheap <laughs> lights.
2: Yeah, cheap lights are good. I quite like the cheap lights. But then you find that the microphone that came with the camera, which looked very comprehensive, is absolute shite. So then you need to buy a microphone. So all of a sudden, the cheap camera is not looking quite so cheap. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I did.
0: Uh, I did the same thing. Um, I bought um, upgraded. Uh, well, it's not a boom mic, but it's the one you put on the camera, and it was an improvement. But I ended up uh, getting the the wireless microphone, and that's the thing I'm now using. So, if you are, or did you just buy a microphone? Or
2: no, I've not got one yet.
0: No, then I would. Really think about upping to the wireless system because it really yeah. helps uh, not having the the audio quality. If you're doing voiceover while you're talking, it's it's like night and day.
2: Yeah. Did you go for the Rode microphone?
0: Yeah, and it's yeah. a it's a good system, good audio quality, and the the price is I I would say it's reasonable for what they actually provide with that system.
2: Yeah. And does the um, receiver just plug straight into the camera? Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, it to was, a, uh, like a
2: three and a half mil jack.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I went for it, and I actually had that in mind when I bought the camera. That I need that microphone input with the, the standard jack plug, so I don't need anything fancy. And yeah. of course, the battery capacity on those are really good. Um, of course, I I too bought cheap lights, and um, they are good. Uh, at least for a close-up and so on, but the, the size and the quality really... Well, I know where they saved money, and that was on battery capacity, so they are spending more mm-hmm. time charging than actually me filming, so um, I think the... What I run out of juice most on is actually the lights, so the the camera can run for an entire day shooting lots of videos, mm-hmm. and the microphone will last for days. Um, yeah but those cheap ass lights they are uh, I have two of them and at least one is constantly on charge
2: <laughs> well, my my lights don't have any battery capacity at all but I've got loads of outlets in my workshop and that's where I film so it's
0: yeah that's issue, uh, really. yeah I don't have that possibility of my lights but they do work off the USB charge port so I can of yeah. course uh, I have a like a 12 volt uh, battery conversion thing that I can use with my Bosch batteries, so I can have that on the tripod and hook it up to the lights. But I really don't like cables hooked up to my tripod. Uh, of course, uh, if you have the battery tape to the tripod, but still, there's a lot of wires to mess <laughs> around with. So I
2: was I was thinking that would be the first thing I'd build if I had a um, a 3D printer. Would be a little. Um... A power bank battery holder for the uh, tripod. That'd be yeah. one of the first things I print. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a really useful addition.
0: Yeah, actually that when you mentioned that, it's uh, you'll have a couple of orders from uh other side of the Atlantic here. <laughs> <laughs> I, think uh, I, North, hoping, yeah. I think I was kinda hoping. Of
2: I think I was kinda hoping you'd buy one first so I could order one from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel free
0: to chip in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, swimmers have got a microphone to buy here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm also looking into getting a microphone, but uh, as I'm using a phone to, uh, to record that doesn't have a 35 mil outlet, I have to find some other thing. So but, yeah, That's actually I
0: why get. I had, before I got my camera, I used my phone, and I have a, a mount for that. Uh, on the tripod uh, and that mount has of course the uh, the shoehorn fastenings for the lights and so on and I bought, that's the reason why I got the Sony because they still have the 35 millimeter jack port with the microphone but of course it's it's a pain in the ass sort of hooking that up and then putting that into the frame to do filming and then you need it to answer a text message or something and then uh, so, yeah, <laughs> moving from a phone to a separate camera was a relief in that way.
1: Does your phone not have the headphone sockets on then, KJ? Nope. nope. It's oh, the, okay. the the Google 5 I'm using for filming because it has pretty awesome optics. And yeah. that does not have any other than the USB-C. Ah, so okay. I'm thinking about, I think I'm going to get a, a mic to plug into that to get a little bit better audio and some direction as well to it.
0: So they don't so, have an adapter? I, need...
1: I think it's some adapter, but I don't want an adapter on an adapter and and I'm, I'm not planning on doing that much voice over from a distance either. I think, uh, or the talking to the camera at a distance. I'm More of a <laughs> talking to the camera close and personal. instead. <laughs> Yeah, you, so you, say, know the, uh... you say
0: that now, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> you saw the real I did of the bloopers of me trying to talk to camera the other yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, so that that was me doing it on the phone because I'd given up on the actual video camera and I'd actually done about five takes in each microphone setting first to try and get that correct. And that's <laughs> why I was looking so fed up by the time I got to the phone version. <laughs> I actually did a decent take, third one in. But then realized the audio was absolute shite. Mm-hmm.
1: So bloody. You looked a bit knackered.
2: I was <laughs> knackered.
1: <laughs> oh, we had a long day at work. No, this was yeah. the eleventh yeah, time recording this.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I
0: have. I have a lot of bloopers, but. When you've done the edit and then of course are you going to then sift through that raw material again? Of course you can't do it when you're blocking up the the pieces that you want to use like you can, okay, this is a blooper so you put that to the end but like doing that four or five minute edit at the end with bloopers again is like uh...
1: <laughs> Oh I yeah. hate bloopers parts of videos. It's I mean you should bloopers are they should be put up as a, a reel or a short or whatever as a commercial for the thing, not not a part of the video, I think. If it's not really, 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 really good but they seldom are. Yeah. It wasn't a, a big effort to
2: um, edit that little blooper reel having just stitched together two pre-edited videos. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that big a deal.
0: <laughs> yeah, and when you're on the topic of short show, uh, I think maybe i'll do that tonight see if i can stitch the the gingerbread house video into a, a short which i can post on uh, yeah, social media that should do good on tiktok i mean uh, fire and <laughs> short and uh, no talking and uh, a lot of action so yeah yeah. Put them-
2: yeah do you ever consider timings when you put a short out no, I just uh,
0: make sure it's below the the time frame of the short, and that's it.
2: <laughs> sorry, I meant, meant, meant times when you release it. Yeah, I understood, but I, I can't uh, okay. help myself. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I think I did that on the... That's the first time I did that on the, the Music Box video. I actually went into the research tab to see when most of the subscribers... Uh, are actually online and watching and it turns out it's that uh, the majority is of course uh, uh either in the uk or the states so that's ra- right before bedtime here and that is really good for me because i'm usually done with the editing uh yeah. doing voiceover and uh, everything like right up until midnight on the last day and of course, I was thinking, okay, maybe I should wait until the next day. I had a couple of premieres set up for the next day, but I should really just, when I'm done with it, publish and be gone. That's the best. Uh... Publish
1: and go to sleep. That's pretty nice, actually. Yeah, but if you it, can't it... publish a video and go
2: to sleep, are you going to keep an eye on the stats? Yeah, then you, you wake up to the, look dis- at the stats.
0: Yeah, and then then you get so, a few hours before you can wake up to the disappointment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that being said, I would recommend trying the like the the instant premiere, and then of course uh, be available in the chat. I, I think I have averaged one or two persons actually interacting, but it's nice. Uh, having your video launched and you're available and actually chatting too because the people who are then tuning in to when it's actually released they are the people who are interested and are more engaged so it's uh, some nice conversations going in the chat
1: I hate premieres <laughs> because then you can't, you, you can't save them to watch later you have to go in and actually start the file and then you have to save it to watch later because I don't have time to sit yeah, but, around with a premiere I think it's but, but a that, much that, that show again, to list
2: Discovering what you actually like, (laughs) (laughs) Kate.
1: I thought we'd established that. Butter. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, yes. (laughs) On a stick. Butter in my mouth.
0: (laughs) No, I I just got an idea for a project uh, involving a butter uh, and a stick. (laughs) And then I don't think it's appropriate Hmm. to uh, say anymore. I just... uh, I'm,
2: hoping, I'm going to try and unthink that and uh,
0: never think of it again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when I first started doing shorts, I had quite a good run on doing one every week. And I had I, I accidentally put one out on a, um, a Friday lunchtime and that did pretty well. And then I, I thought, well, that did pretty well at that time. So I'll do it every time, the same time every week. And that worked out pretty well for that run that I had actually producing content for the same time so um, yeah I've always been a bit more careful when I release a short
0: I mean if I were doing it full time of course I could probably as a result of that needing to have a schedule then you can actually schedule for releases but I can't do that now I I, I don't know what the next video is going to be and I'm sure as hell not certain of when it's going to be ready and then When it's ready, I just want to publish it and move along. So uh, if I have a video ready and then of course I spend some time on the thumbnail and when that's ready, I just want to upload it no matter what time of day or night or whatever, just get it over (laughs) with.
2: It's actually pretty hard once you've edited a video and then sit on it for about four days. Yeah. Just, come on, is it going to do well? Is it going to do well?
0: <laughs> that's, so that's going to be a pain on the knife along, actually having a finished video and waiting to uh, publish it.
2: Yeah, is it bothering you now?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How did it turn out? Are you happy with it? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no, it's I I haven't actually made anything, but uh, I know the design. So I think the, the making is going to... It's gonna be uh, if I can get a few hours uh, one day in the workshop, I think I'll have the rough cut ready. And then, uh, if I'm happy with the first try, it's uh, sanding and preparations. And yeah, so I'll
1: see. That's the yeah. question will you be happy with it if you're done like after a week and sitting there staring at it? Is this good enough? Is this good enough? Should I do it again? Should I do it again?
2: Are you kidding? He can just sit there sanding the handle for three weeks making a (laughs) long-form video (laughs) And just mumbling uh... (laughs) to himself. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Instead of,
0: uh, I'm going to make a three and a half hour ASMR sanding video. Just... uh, Close up, sitting there, stroking the handle of a knife inappropriately with some sandpaper.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, the blade needs some sanding as well. Don't forget that. So, and I don't <laughs> think we get to see that often. It's always a montage, and you see, but, oh, I've been sanding for seven hours. So yeah, not it so.
0: Are
1: You guys gonna uh, maybe
0: maybe maybe it's now that I'm gonna actually get one of those uh, sharpening stone sets for actually. Uh, Proper sharpening <laughs>
2: knives. You guys gonna laser your blades as well? No, we thought we you were gonna do it. <laughs>
1: you're the one with the laser, so. Uh... I'm an electrical engineer. Of course, I'm Electro-Edge Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you could. Um,
2: what was it? What was it? Um, well, what's the name? What's the most famous female YouTuber that we know at the moment? Maker. Laura Camp. <laughs> she, uh, she did the copper thing, didn't she, with the tampon? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great you crack, do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got any spare tampons about, go for it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're good supply. Maybe we um... could.
2: But use a different tactic and use our beards.
1: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> Stroking the blade. <laughs> Nah, yeah,
1: that's <laughs> no. Yeah, I've done some electro-etching, No, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> what did you electroetch? Uh, the uh, Apollo Eleven uh, space uh, capsule bowl I made, made for Smogdog uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago. Uh, so, that's a full, what? full food tools treasure trade.
2: Is that something you'd never thought you'd hear yourself say?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah say that quickly ten times in a row <laughs> uh,
1: I'd rather not uh, but that what being said dog,
2: what kind of dog was it <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: But I a think early, one.
0: <laughs> early on I, I thought about not cheating but making it easy for myself because I know the, the blade shape I would like to go for and of course, you could get a knife um, or or a kit, uh, but of course, it came pre-laser engraved. And I don't, I don't like engraving on the sides of my knife. Uh, that's uh, that's a really turn off. Not that I uh, just
2: trying to put me off, aren't
0: you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and Then <laughs> it I'm going it needs it needs to go with some intricately
2: engraved. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just because <laughs> you haven't got a laser. <laughs> Now I've got a laser.
1: It's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. I have a laser. You don't on the side of the blade.
0: <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh, could you use your laser to imitate some? <laughs> turns. Uh, Probably. Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did Not we? Now. Uh, <laughs> 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 did we hit? T- too close to home, there, Glenn. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. yeah, yeah. We should end the recording now. But... Yeah, so, well, if we
0: end it here, so I to the can. Fight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> and, and now I'll head off and send Osmus Lewin a message. And whatever Glenn tells you, it needs to take more than three weeks before you deliver. Say it's lost All in the right. mail or something. <laughs> <laughs>